Greetings, Rachel. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Apology Podcast. This might be your first time or it might be your third time. But if it is your first time, I should probably explain what an apology is. So an apology is an anonymous apology given by way of pom-pom. I've been running this project for a number of months now and through this podcast I'm aiming to delve a little bit deeper into the story behind the apology. So today we're mixing things up a little bit and interviewing two people about the one apology. So happy listening. She took a bit of time to lay her first egg and then when she started laying there were very small eggs, there were little golf balls and um, that was fine, we're, we're happy with that but this last summer she went broody three times and if you know anything about chickens that means they stop laying eggs and they just sit on the nest uh, even if there are no eggs and um, they don't look after themselves and you know, the best thing to do is to to snap them out of it. So over summer she was very unproductive and um, we spent quite a bit of time trying to um, write her again. After she stopped being broody for the last time she just stopped laying eggs um, entirely for about five or six months I think. Mm -hmm. And so um, recently we had the opportunity to use a poultry plucker uh, and we had another to roosters that we wanted to dispatch um, and so seeing as we had this opportunity we thought we'd do Rory as well. What is a poultry plucker? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh it's great, it's like a washing machine with rubber fingers. You um, put the chicken in there, it's dead. <laughs> Whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it spins the chicken around and your rubber fingers pull out the feathers. Alright, so you work on a farm and live on a farm? Yes, farm light. It's a small farm. Um, so we have bees and ducks and pigs and chickens mm-hmm. and it's about five acres just over and um, we're trying to be self-reliant, not overly seriously but it's um, it's the goal yeah. and so uh, eating the animals that we grow is part of that. Okay, so how did you get to the stage where Rory ends up in the poultry plucker? <laughs> well, every day we kept saying to her, lay an egg to save your life. And she didn't lay any eggs. And when it came up to the day before we dispatched her, I said just one last time, lay an egg, you'll save your life. You've got 24 hours, Rory. Yeah. Yeah. And she still hadn't laid. So... Yeah. You- yeah, we could say also that um, you can check whether a chicken's laying by tipping them upside down and putting uh, your fingers between their pelvic bones 
So okay. if you can only fit two fingers, then they're not laying. If you can fit three, then the pelvis is wider than them. You know, they're laying eggs. And we did this maybe three or four weeks before um, we, we did the deed. And so we were sure at that point that she hadn't been laying. Okay. And so her pelvis was showing that she wasn't laying any eggs? At the time that we checked. Okay. And yep. she also never sang the chicken song. Okay. You know the chicken I song? I didn't know the chicken song. So the chicken song sounds like when a chicken has laid an egg, they sing a song. Yeah. An egg song. Not always, but mostly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Rory never sang it, but um, do you want to hear? Yeah, I want to hear the song. You're I'm gonna do it. Oh yeah, you can both do it. Yeah. <laughs> so it goes. Bark, 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 bark. That's a cutie song. Just over and over again. And it's like an alert. It's like yeah. I have laid an egg. Yes. That's adorable. Yeah. But she never sang it. No. Yeah. We have another uh, hen named Janice, and she does it flat out. She's a very reliable layer. She'll lay one egg every two days or so, and she she does it almost without fail, but. We didn't hear squat from Rory. Okay, mm. so you were certain that she wasn't laying any eggs and you were telling her you have a chance to save your life if you just lay an egg. Yes. So how would you go about telling her this and where would you do it? Just in a little house or? Well, we'd sit and have breakfast near the dam in the morning and she'd come and visit us because she wanted some food and we'd say, no, you can't have any food, you're unproductive, lay an egg. So um, when was the decision, I guess, made that she had to go? The decision was made probably about six months ago, and then we just waited until the right time. We gave her a chance, yeah, six months, I think, mm. more or less. And then finally the day comes. The priority was dispatching the roosters because we didn't need them, and they were quite aggressive. They would trash the other chickens. So by dispatching, are they in a separate area to... You're speaking to... <laughs> I don't know what it is. Dispatching is just a euphemism for killing, basically. Oh, okay. Okay. So you have to get rid of some roosters as well. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. we were feeding them for nothing. Okay. Farm yeah. life. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's got to contribute. Yeah. So if they're not contributing and we're paying for their food... Mm-hmm. Question. Does everyone, including the roosters, have a name? Yes. Or do you, okay, everyone has a name. Can you tell me a little bit about how the name Rory came about and how do you name your animals in general? We had difficulty coming up with Rory's name, I think. We were just brainstorming in the car as we went to pick her up or afterwards we picked after her. After we picked her up. And um, what did you suggest just before I said Rory? Well, we're both making R sounds. Yeah, and Rory just sort of clicked. But more recently we've taken up the habit of naming our animals after friends. Like could it could get dangerous for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was for Ben. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we choose friends that have put in a bit of effort at the farm ready to, mm-hmm. to sort of honour their contribution. And yep. um, sometimes with amusing results because, you know, animals mate or do weird things mm-hmm. sometimes. So we might have one friend mating with another on the farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the roosters that died on that day were Bronston and Ash. Bronston, Ash, and then it was Rory's turn. Yeah. Rory was first, actually. Rory was first she up. Was, yeah. I don't remember why. What? It was. Because she was going to be easier to catch. Right. Well, neither. Oh. None of them were hard to catch in the end. Um. So yeah, it it was you know a long process deciding. Rory was 
was going to go. We, we had made our minds up quite a while ago, mm-hmm. um, and we checked that she wasn't writing, but sometime before we did the actual deed. And so, yeah, Rory was first. We, we killed by breaking the neck mm-hmm. rather than chopping off the head. Um, and Rory was quite quick. When, when you break their neck, they, they flap their wings for a while and kind of wriggle around. So we know we knew we did Rory well. She went straight into the or you scorch the the chicken first, so you dunk them in hot water mm-hmm. and that just loosens the skin and the uh, feathers come out more easily. Mm-hmm. They go into this device that looks like a like a washing machine with rubber fingers. They roll around in there with a bit of water and the feathers come off and it's amazing. It takes twenty or thirty seconds. And, you know, without that, you'd spend 10 minutes plucking the, mm. the chicken. Um, so that was it for Rory. And, um, you know, we felt okay about it. Um, we weren't that attached to Rory, I suppose, but... Um, she yeah, was beautiful. She was a nice chicken, yeah. Yeah, beautiful yeah. coloured feathers. Yeah. And then the two roosters. Um, then we... So once they're plucked... These and you had to do this. I did the killing. Okay. Right, yeah, so that one of the roosters took a bit of time, so strangled that one. <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah. odd, like, you, you pull pretty hard on the neck and you think you've done it. They, they kind of, they go limp, but their eyes are still open. And have either not. of you done this before? Was this yeah. The, okay, you've done it before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how many years have you been kind of doing this sort of stuff? Um, how long have we been into it? Yeah. Uh, oh, I started getting interested in this sort of stuff. We've only recently brought this farm so we can do this sort of thing on a larger mm-hmm. scale. Mm. Okay, so how did you feel afterwards and what happened next? I guess? Pretty pragmatic, really. Yeah. The next step is to gut the chicken. Yeah. Um, and while I was gutting Rory, I noticed that she had some egg yolks inside her. Oh, wow. Okay. One, of, one of them had a shell as well. Yeah, yeah. so inside a chicken you have about... 10 days worth of eggs in process. Uh-huh. So they're tight, they're cute. There's a normal size yolk and then neck down, neck down, all the way down to a little pea sized yeah. yolk. So. Yeah, that was the first, first little clue. red flag. So you yeah. had a red flag, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that maybe she was just about to lay. I felt pretty bad about that. So. Yeah. But then um, continued to process her. I thought at that stage maybe. The eggs were kind of stuck in in transit. They they weren't actually going anywhere. Or that she was just about to start laying again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she had bright yellow fat. And we looked up on the internet, and it's because she was grass fed. Because mm-hmm. she's allowed to she was allowed to roam all over the property. So you find these little um, yolks, and then from then on, you just finish off the process of cleaning her up, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then what happened? The next day. Yeah, so Janice had stopped laying in the nesting box for some reason, or she hadn't spent spent any time in there. But she was singing the chicken song on the other side of the house. And for some reason, the next day, I decided to go and check it out. And we kind of said to ourselves, like, wouldn't it be bad if Rory was laying elsewhere? Mm. And we didn't know. And 
She's a free-range chicken after all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I walked around the corner and instantly found this clutch of eggs. Oh, there were God. There were nine eggs altogether. So she'd, we estimate she'd been laying for a couple of weeks. 34 days. And you worked that out. Two or three days an egg. Uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe three weeks. Anyway, it had been a while. Yeah. But apparently just after we had previously checked that she was laying. So, um, I felt awful. Cute instantly. devastation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we'd been, all this time we'd been telling her to lay eggs. We didn't specify where to lay them, though, and so it was our fault. Aww. <laughs> she did, she held up her end of the deal. Eventually, yeah, she took her time. Um, and, and they were little golf ball sized eggs. They were her eggs. But yeah. I said, I so said was that. Janice like singing the song near these eggs? Is mm-hmm. that how, do you feel like Janice maybe was claiming these mm-hmm. eggs? Or <laughs> what do you think was happening? Or was she just like alerting you to the fact that there were eggs there? Janice, like her nature would be that she was probably just alerting us. And what happened after this? How do you feel now? And well, the we, aftermath. We had to eat her because we'd killed her. Okay. So. Um, so you ate Rory. Sent a photo of the eggs to Anna, who's at work at the time. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So. And when you got this message, how did you feel? Oh, pretty devastating. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, she only laid eight eggs in six months. Yeah. So she was definitely heading towards the chopping block anyway yeah well, not the literal chopping block but anyway um but it was the deal i made with her that i've broken so yeah that I made you feel she might have made up for it you know she was she was busy on those, that clutch of eggs so you did actually eat her in the end yeah well we you tried to is that really messed up for me to ask what you cooked yeah no i'll tell you yeah yeah so we roasted her and it was pretty tough because she was pretty old chook um, and then I made the stock from the um, bones, mm-hmm. and then with the stock I made a chicken and vegetable soup with the rooster's meat as well, and yep. and, um, and we've been sharing that. Um, we've got some campers at the moment, and I made sure the kids had some chicken and vegetable soup, and now she's in the freezer. Yeah. As as soup. Yeah. Her meat was pretty tough, so. Mm. Because as the chicken ages and uses their muscles more, it you know, hardens them. Yeah. So um, Rory wasn't the best chicken to eat directly, but she made some decent stock. Mm. Yeah. And we um, had some scrambled eggs yesterday. Yeah. And I have two eggs left. And the other th- the other thing to mention is that Janice and Rory were like um, two peas in a pod. They were, you know, when Rory first arrived, Janice made sure she knew who was boss. Um, but after that, they'd sorted that out. They were always together, practically. So do you think Janice knows that Rory's gone? And do you think she's missing her? Or I think a little bit. She seems to be hanging out with the two other hens now, uh, more than she did before. Whose names are Bree and Fred? Do you find that naming the animals makes it more difficult to kill? Or is no, that all? I can compartmentalise. Okay. And I want to know that the meat that I eat is happy. And so that's how I can do it. Is yeah, that we look after our animals. We treat them well, yeah. 
has this experience made you want to approach the process differently? Like, do you want to become vegetarian now? <laughs> or is it just yeah. part of the process? Like, Well, we just, I think we just um, realised that we're going to make mistakes from time to time. And um, we just need to be more careful in the future. And just before doing that sort of thing, check, check the chicken and look around the place for any clutches of eggs. Does any part of you wish that you had just let her live despite not giving any eggs? No, it's the rule of the farm. Yep. It's, I, I feel comfortable with that yep. balance and it's got to be sustainable. So feeding a chicken food that we've brought in um, that and the chicken's not producing anything apart from manure and scratching around it really isn't enough mm-hmm. oh and the other thing that we did with her was her feathers and um, carcass were composted so she'll live on forever in our farm so to kind of sum up I guess is there anything you would like to say to Rory sorry Rory you held up your end of the bargain and we just didn't know mm. yeah I'm the same Sorry for not keeping up our end of the deal. The end. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing that story. Um, really pulled at my heartstrings that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Apology Podcast. Remember, if you'd like to submit your own anonymous apology, head to www.apology.com. And if you'd like to submit a story for this podcast, contact me directly at apology at gmail.com.